Welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast, a podcast where we focus on real issues and have real talk, and as always, provide a biblical perspective. We hope that you will be blessed as you listen. Hello and welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast. This is the Amazing Truth Minute. This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. Our Truth Minute today will focus on Isaiah chapter 33 verse 5 to 6. And it reads, The Lord will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. You see, when the prophet Isaiah wrote Isaiah 33, Assyria had been attacking God's people and seemed to be getting away with it. But God came to the rescue of his people and provided everything they needed to persevere. Like the people of Zion, we as modern-day believers have come to know that life is uncertain. Some of us have experienced traumatic events. Even if we haven't experienced tragedy for ourselves, we know people whose lives have changed in an instant. Some days, just a casual glance at the news can make us feel as if the ground might well crumble under our feet. But God's people are not called to live with a burden of fear and anxiety. God is our constant source of stability, and he provides his people with wisdom and knowledge for every situation. When the world around us is changing and reeling out of control, we can rest assured that God never changes. That's from Malachi 3 verse 6. Because God, he is aware of everything and holds sovereign control over every circumstance. And I'll leave you with a quote from our last episode that reads, The ground you fall on the harder, it, the harder it is, it makes a better foundation to build your success on. So think about your failures and how hard you fell and take that as a foundation to build your success on. And that is the Amazing Truth Minute. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here we are. Here we go again. We are back at it, Kenan. Back at it. Ah, fresh uh, like never before. Oh, fresh. Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, still reminiscing on the feedback and the stories from this week and, the, you know, uh, the thoughts that people are sharing, man. What are, what are some of the things that, you know, stand out to you? Oh, the, the feedback I've gotten is it's it was deep. Mm-hmm. Um they are thanking Alex for sharing, be, mm-hmm. being that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And some people have known know, known Alex for a long time, yes. but they haven't known that that side of his story. That side you know, of his story. He right? has a very great smile, but mm-hmm. you know that behind a smile, mm-hmm. there is a story. Uh, there's a story uh, to tell. Yes. I, uh, the, the thing that I'm, I'm, I was hearing when I'm hearing, Kenan, yes. is that, you know, it's it's there's a level of excitement to hear, especially men, yeah. you know, acknowledge of yeah. their failures and their weakness and the areas that they went went wrong and being willing to be vulnerable because Correct. that's not something that is culturally, you know, uh, accepted in this context, right? Yep. So, so you know, uh, Alex, you know, we just want to salute you. We just want to say, man, thank you for, for, for choosing to be vulnerable and share your story. And to all 
the men out there and and women you know who's going through your your journey your struggle they consider this a space and a place where you can actually come and share your story yeah and yeah. Ezra so before we jump into Alex's story let's go back to the the the, the drive we had yes yes we, we mentioned last week we are we are we're almost there we're almost there mm-hmm. I think we've gotten a few and we thank those that have already reached out and donated yes but we still have a lot we, we a still lot. because that's what we said we're matching 750 but that's not it that's, that's 1500 there's more than that, that oh, is yeah. so so guys uh, again you you can go to our website the story in our second is a, a young person who listened a follow of our podcast uh, found himself in a situation that uh, he didn't have legal help or legal aid and is now incarcerated and this is why we exist yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh, so help us help out our friend and uh, hopefully one day he'll sit in this chair and share the story of how he, by you showing your uh, your 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 giving and sh- giving your hand mm-hmm. uh they 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 managed to be out yeah. here and be with us right be, be responsible for someone's story. responsible yeah, and, and we're not encouraging that if you do something wrong or these or that we know that this is a story of hope yeah. there's there's, yeah. there's there's more details that we cannot relay because of uh you know privacy privacy, yep, privacy yep. issues another thing Kenan, yes. before we jump into today's and get back to alex's story we're talking about a program a nine week program You yes, know. nine week program. Nine week program and today we won't go so much into it but please go to our website. We want 15 people who would like to sign up for a nine week program where you're going to be walked through steps on how you can deal with real life issues when they come your way but also you can be taught to facilitate. It's a uh, Dr. Neil Nedley has put this program out to deal with. It's not uh, it doesn't take the space of psychology and psychiatrist but it gives you uh, alternative tools to deal with emo- emotional intelligence. So every week for two hours you have a lesson that you go through and then the second the first one hour then the second hour you discuss how you handle situations that are thrown yeah. at your way. So and, more information. Yeah, more information and we will give you time to sign up for it we'll yes. we'll break down the registration and all that mm-hmm. for but it's it is worth it it it's is worth, worth it, it yeah. if you if you you can go google dr neil nedley nedley mm-hmm. and look at uh, whatever he's done the man speaks for himself for the man speaks for himself it. so it's a resource yes let's go let's go alex you know today we're not going to spend much time we're going to go uh, let's yeah, figure, let's what was that quote that he finished with last time you didn't hear that i no 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 just remind <laughs> us that's why you are there to so remind the us the ground that you uh, the ground that you fall on uh-huh. the harder it is uh-huh. it makes a better foundation for this for you to build your success the success on. that you're going yep. to build and failure feeds success failure feeds success for those of you who might have missed last episode i would have told you pause i will tell you actually pause stop don't listen to this go back and listen but for those who listen and maybe you need a quick refresher let me tell you uh, alex walks us through his journey yes, born yes. and raised in kenya moved to india at the age of 17 relocated to Ke- to the us at the age of 20 right. parents uh, father was here in the us uh, studying the mother was but working back in Africa Alex went to boarding at a very young age and throughout his life spent his time there and when he came is the first time he was in the same household with his parents became a father you know became a parent and uh, he, he at some stage he narrates and shared his story on how child protection came into his house because of a statement that he had made and took the kids and now he found himself in this place where he could not sleep he could not eat and he remembered his time in india and the social occasional time that he will spend and found himself in alika that was last week's episode an elevated speech of that episode yeah 
Ezra, now they can't even listen to it. No, they need to because I missed a lot of details. And there's, in there's there. so many of you who are watching on YouTube and watch, listening on Spotify and all the podcast platforms that have not followed us, subscribed. I think it's 70% of you. Please. You, you're marketing the podcast. <laughs> you have a serious <laughs> oh, story. Okay. But anyway, no, but, no, no, but seriously, follow. You, the, the, you need to, to go listen to part one. Part okay. one is explosive. Go listen to it so you have a background information. Alex, you're Let's driving go. home. You haven't slept. You haven't eaten. You see a liquor store. You get in there. You buy everything. Are you able to sleep? And how does that journey continue? Very well. Mm-hmm. As I said, I found a solution. And as they say, the man takes the bottle and the bottle takes the man. Hey. I got hooked now to it. Every time I passed through it, mm-hmm. I had to go to the liquor store. In psychology, I developed something called emotional equity. Mm. My love for it was more than anything. It was my first, my best, and my last. So are you, at what quantities are you drinking now? Is it a whole, like you started with a bottle of vodka, finished that. How, what, or does that, and does that, does that progress mm-hmm. eventually? It was a little. I mean, you know, when you're not drinking and you start drinking, the quantities at the beginning, a little. Mm-hmm. If you have a drink, you will, you will blast and sleep for four or five days. Mm-hmm. So I knew the next day I must go to work. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I took something that could give me a sleep for four or five hours. Mm-hmm. That was enough for me mm-hmm. because that was my typical nights mm-hmm. for five hours. But eventually, as days went by, it progressed. It progressed until now I had to start taking 700 ml one night mm. and still I could not sleep. Mm. Yeah. So as it's progressing, at first it was taking care of your sleep, but then now you need more doses for you to be able to sleep. And the more you need, the more you're taking now so that you can be able to sleep. Yeah, now... It, it's it's also progressive by nature mm-hmm. because at this particular time I was able to realize this is not the trajectory of life that mm-hmm. I will love. Mm-hmm. And remember, I am still very close to God, mm-hmm. though very, very struggling. Mm-hmm. If there could be holes at my bedside, mm-hmm. I will kneel and pray longer. Mm-hmm. The more I drink, the more I pray. So remember, I'm struggling with alcohol, but I'm also struggling with my Christian life. I'm questioning mm-hmm. my God. Where is he? <laughs> How are you dealing with the fact that, you know, your relationship with everybody else at this stage, at this phase, you know, your, your children, how is that? Because yes, you're struggling that, you know, spiritual relationship. How how is your other relationship in your circles? How's that? And what is the bottle doing to it? What's the drinking? Is it helping? How's that situation going? There, there is a correlation or there is a parallel. Mm. Uh, there is a cascade of waves of things that are happening in my life here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is alcohol. Mm-hmm. 
there is uh, depression mm-hmm. that is so subtle mm-hmm. i just don't even know that i have it mm-hmm. and at this time i like being in dark places mm-hmm. and uh, i'm like being by myself mm-hmm. uh, the shame that i have gotten in the community mm-hmm. uh, my wife has just moved away from the house mm-hmm. uh, the kids are not with me mm-hmm. uh, i am too ashamed mm-hmm. to be with people mm-hmm. so being alone mm-hmm. is so addictive it's so nice to me because mm-hmm. i'm able to drink and nobody's able to judge me mm-hmm. so at this particular time no relationship is important to me mm-hmm. because after all mm-hmm. i have restraining orders mm-hmm. so the mo- the people i love most have been restrained from mm-hmm. so it's job me and the bottle mm. yes so, so and you, and you said you you like being in dark places mm-hmm. yes that i think I, i take that literal and also you know figuratively yeah. mm-hmm. so now where's family now your not your not your immediate family your wife and kids now where's the other family are your they, siblings and, yeah, 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 yeah. what what support are you getting from yeah, do you have yes. any support system yeah. there, there was a lot of support i thank god for my mother mm-hmm. and uh, the truth is anybody who has known my journey why it not for my mother mm-hmm. uh, i would be dead by now mm-hmm my mother comes out and realizes there's a hole in my life mm-hmm. there is there is something that she's never seen me mm-hmm. do or act or say mm-hmm. and she realizes that this is not something tangible mm-hmm. she realizes this is something spiritual mm-hmm. and she goes onto her knees mm-hmm. and she start praying for me mm-hmm. and at this particular time she realizes that she cannot push me mm-hmm. the only thing she can do is give me space mm-hmm. but i see her petitioning god mm-hmm. for me now what does that do do to you now that you've to, i know how, in the previous episode there's a, you've talked about your mom and how yes absolutely how she is present yes. yes present yet giving you space what does that do to you what does that how does that make you feel that, that, that's a sweeter sweet sour mm-hmm. now new thing in my life mm-hmm. for the first time in life mm-hmm. i feel separated from the people i most love in my life mm-hmm. but at the same time i get the first love mm-hmm. that i never got mm-hmm. so it comes in caskets wow beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah go ahead go ahead go so ahead. so it 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 is sweet and bitter mm-hmm. but at the same time i see my sisters for the first time fighting for their lives because of me mm-hmm. they could stop doing whatever they could just to find where i slept that day mm-hmm did i eat mm. what am i thinking and i think the more they did that mm-hmm. in my head mm-hmm. the more i was running away from them because the love was too much mm. and it it's something you had not experienced much. i had never it was for yeah. him mm-hmm. yeah so yeah keep yes. going keep yeah. going keep going yes. alex so and, and 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 this is what you should never do to somebody who has reached a point whereby the bottle is their friend mm-hmm. don't try to be too close to them mm. 
the more you become close to these people, the more they run away from them, from you. The more they make new friends who are like them, who don't question mm-hmm. their new character, mm-hmm. their new lifestyle. So love is a good thing. But again, love must be tempered with kindness mm-hmm. and with space. Mm-hmm. As I said, this is a struggle. A struggle that you must go through to discover yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary how people put it. It is an abuse. Mm-hmm. It is a stage in life mm-hmm. that you must go through. A seed has to be planted. When it's being planted, they say it has to fall down, it has to dry, it has to be buried, and you can't go on and go keep looking at it if it's growing. You have to leave it down until it grows. So you are in this stage whereby you're fallen from everything, from grace to grass. You're drying up. You're being buried. So this process doesn't want somebody to come and picking on you. It disrupts the process and you go to square one. It is so hard for family members to understand this. <laughs> but let, 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 but let, me, let me challenge you, Alex, on that one. Let me challenge you now. This yes. is my professional heart coming through. Yes. Let, let me challenge you. Now, I think for families, yes. what they see is the, the bottle. Exactly. But And that's what they're trying to get you away from or try to address. Yes. Right? So the, they they stay close to you because they want you to they want the person to get away from the bottle, right? Yes. But you're, in real sense, what you're saying, and I'm just being, in real sense, what you're saying is that there's this process. Like for you, it was your kids and the loss that, that you were trying to deal with, and you needed space to deal with that. But what the family is saying is the bottle. I know they know for a fact that this happened, but they're, what they see is you're drinking, and that's what most people try to address. Sure, you are not dealing with alcohol. Mm-hmm. You're not dealing with family, the kids, yeah. and uh, ex anything. Uh-huh. You are dealing with something in your life that you never dealt with. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. These were triggers. <laughs> those These were triggers mm, to right. bring you here. Mm-hmm. And the family forgets mm-hmm. and start. Dealing with things that were not deals with the triggers, but not the real Mm. thing. You're trying to find who you are. You are in a journey of discovery. Mm -hmm. And the journey of discovery is very disruptive. Mm -hmm. It can make you to be who you've never been. It is so complicated and intrusive that to a point that when you are done with this process is when you go back and you cannot describe it you cannot explain it but you can just say it is a process yeah i, I think me i can, i've never walked in those shoes but what i'm hearing is it's a tough process oh yeah yes it's a tough process for the family because they love you they want to be there they want to support you it is tough for you because you have to deal with it issues that you never dealt with and you're here and you don't even know yourself having to deal with those in the situations that are going on in life and and 
there needs to be a level of intentionality on how we handle that yes. and both parties have to play a role let me let me come back to to this so how do you deal with this like what 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 were some of your lowest moments with the bottle like what are some of the lowest moments what did it do to you you know other than drink and sleep are you able to keep up with your job are you you know your health how is it doing with your you know you you mentioned you went to rehab i think or something how did you deal with those things everything was progressive by nature mm-hmm. and uh, the journey of uh, struggling with alcohol mm-hmm. you 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 <laughs> it's like the journey of david mm-hmm. you david lost his job mm-hmm. then then he lost his wife mm-hmm. then he lost his friend mm-hmm then he lost his mind <laughs> when you see david actually in that cave he yeah. had lost because the bible says uh, in in my language they say chinden i don't know how they call it in english mm-hmm. the saliva was oozing through his beard mm-hmm. until the, the, the king say are there not a mad man in this mm-hmm. in this that you may bring david mm-hmm. so you see it was progressive I lost my business. I lost my family. Mm. I lost my friends. Finally, I lost my mind. Mm. In the whole process, I'm losing my health. Mm. So, in a nutshell, I lost everything. everything that was dear was so dear to me. I, I know you mentioned uh, <laughs> what are the three things that you feared you were afraid of and they happened. I know we mentioned that last last week. You say when we when I asked you to come you say there's three things that you you're fearful of and they've happened. No, there are three pests in life that are uh, pests I think yeah, that, uh-huh. that uh, we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. The first one is doubt. Mm-hmm. We we want to look confident but we are always doubtful. Mm-hmm. The, the other one is fear. We we always have fear but fear up to a certain extent is good god gave us fear because it's caution mm-hmm. but exaggerated fear is a sin mm-hmm. the other one is shame so up to this point mm-hmm. i had dealt with all that mm-hmm. i had dealt with shame mm-hmm. i had dealt with fear and i dealt with the first one mm-hmm. so this journey is bringing you to a point whereby you have nothing to worry about the worst things you ever feared you were ashamed and you were doubting finally they have happened to you mm-hmm. and that's why i say it's a foundation because now mm. you are free yeah you have nothing to fear anymore mm-hmm. you have nothing to doubt anymore you have nothing to be ashamed anymore you get to a point now you get something many people including the two of you have never gotten here yeah. called true freedom <laughs> we don't have freedom yet <laughs> <laughs> if people saw you today here yes drunk and naked oh yeah pastor oh, tell me in social media what will happen to my you goodness. you I'll, might you'll be trending. you will be driven to suicide yes 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 okay? yes so many people have gone through suicide mm mm-hmm because of sheer shame mm. okay mm-hmm. they can't handle a divorce mm-hmm. 
to be seen without the person they claimed to love most mm-hmm. or the children. Mm-hmm. I, I feared, I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. But right now, I have the freedom mm-hmm. that comes through Christ mm-hmm. that even my steps were ordained mm-hmm. even before I came here. <laughs> Can I? I think, Alex, you are scaring us now at this point. Because <laughs> there are things, honestly, we are afraid of. Yeah. Like, even the things, let's, let's be vulnerable in this moment. Sitting in this podcast, there can be a t- temptation of we got it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it could be just a good thing but in itself if we do something small you hear people say oh the way they've been talking yeah. the way that thing they've like all oh, got it all together so there's that thing that you I mean I like the point that you're driving home is like those of us who have not perhaps hit and rock bottom there is a guard that we put around because mm-hmm. we don't want people to know we are afraid what people will think but for you you're saying you're free you're free from that yeah. and I, and and also to add i think what um alex is saying is that these three things i mean we, we don't have to wait until we hit that hit yes. them yes. and to yes. be to have true freedom. freedom yes but i think what he's saying is that the freedom he got he got the freedom from these three things through his faith yes and then so we have to develop uh coping mechanism. no some some i don't know it's called coping but we have to develop some uh, on fearfulness mm-hmm. of or or for for these three things because if we fear them, mm-hmm. you know it makes us weak, yeah. and it you know when it comes it we get ashamed and we doubt. So I think we should at least for me I'm saying that mm-hmm. I need to get true freedom from these things mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. instead of waiting for exactly. me to get to rock bottom uh-huh. to yes. get tough skin of over these three things. So, so how do we handle the fears we have in life mm-hmm. in a healthy way? Yeah rather than wait for the thing that you feared most actually really to bring you to your knees for you to handle it. Yeah. Look, and that is psychological again. When I say the word function, dysfunctional, mm-hmm. that's a psychological word. There's no dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. Because if it were, mm-hmm. every family is dysfunctional. <laughs> that is true. And again, mm-hmm. if you want to say healthy way of coping, mm-hmm. if it were, mm-hmm. then we are all unhealthy. <laughs> you hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what we must do, mm-hmm. and, and and that is why I'm here today. Mm-hmm. I'm embracing mm-hmm. my failures. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's okay to struggle. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong to struggle. Mm-hmm. It is okay to have mental mm-hmm. uh, uh, mental health problem. Mm-hmm. It's okay to struggle with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you you should go do that. Mm-hmm. But if you found yourself in that conundrum. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it is okay. People have struggled, and it is how you take those struggle. Mm-hmm. You find yourself subduing them. Otherwise, when you fight struggle mm-hmm. that is uh, supposed to help you, mm-hmm. so that you can be bigger, better, and wiser, it's not the struggle that fails. You become the collateral damage. Now it's you who is destroyed. Mm-hmm. You can never fight your struggles. When you fight your struggles, when you fight to block your shame, like David, mm-hmm. he lived many days without even repenting. He became a collateral damage until Nathan came to him. He never wrote any psalms. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
So Kenan, deep dive. <laughs> this is a deep dive. I think this is this yeah. is more of a deep dive. Yeah. You know, when when we come back to to your story uh, uh, I, uh Alex, um you you get to a place where you you are you've lost everything. Yes. You've lost everything. How do you start rebuilding? Mm-hmm. Like what does that building phase look like for you? Like what are some of the things that at, at what point do you say and then you you take that deep sigh and then you know things start building up i was waiting for that question <laughs> and i think i'm here because of that question mm. what we have said is just our story mm-hmm. it's my story mm-hmm. and what happened to me mm-hmm. what i used to be mm-hmm. My journey took me to four rehabs. Mm-hmm. And in all of them, three of them, I saw nothing. Mm. I saw rejection, mm-hmm. I saw imprisonment, mm-hmm. I saw harassment, mm-hmm. and I saw so many things that you can once there is nothing bad as taking somebody captive before they realize what are you dealing with mm-hmm. i had to sit down and ask myself what am i dealing with i had to describe and define my problem mm-hmm. what is my problem i realize i don't have alcohol problem mm-hmm. i realize i don't have depression problem mm-hmm. i realized i had a mindset mm-hmm that was distorted mm-hmm. and i had to change my mind there is nothing powerful like a changed mind mm-hmm. you can change your clothes you can change your hairstyle you can change everything but if you don't change your mind you are still the same i had to ask myself what is in my mind mm-hmm. Thank God to people me. We had some uh, alive uh, the initial members of alive I was one of them and we went to one of them in Michigan where he had a series of called the mind. Mm-hmm. I listened to that again. Then I went deep and deeper subconscious to 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 learn more about the subconscious mind. It's a deep journey but to in a nutshell mm-hmm. I came to the conclusion the world is not black. Mm-hmm. The world is not white. The world is not gray. The world is colored. Mm-hmm. Even people who are colorblind, mm-hmm. they have their favorite color. It may not exist. <laughs> it may not exist, but to them it is very beautiful mm-hmm. and very satisfying. Yes. So amazing. so it came to that point I realized my world view may not be like yours. Yes. May not be like yours. May not be like yours. I was brought up to look at things the way through education through religion but then when I asked myself who am I I realized I was colorblind what you want to see from me you are not seeing it mm-hmm. but that color that I love is beautiful and satisfying to me which meant that I was beautiful and satisfying in my own mind mm-hmm. and then I had to get out of this mind but how did I get that There is a good book by AA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish all of you every Christian 
could read chapter 5 mm-hmm. and if you could allow me to read a few things mm-hmm. you realize how powerful it is mm-hmm. now this the author of aa was alcoholic mm-hmm. but they came to a point they realized we have to structure and write a script of how we can get out of here mm-hmm. And somehow they got it. Once they got it, they wrote a book called a, a, the Big Book. Mm-hmm. Chapter 5 says how it works. Say, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our direction. Mm-hmm. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves they are such unfortunates they are not at fault they seem to have been born that way they are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a way of life which demands rigorous honesty their chances are less than average there are those two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorder but many of them do recover if they have the capacity mm. to be honest So if I deduce the 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 the, the statement that you read there is you can go through an AA class but if you're not honest with yeah. yourself it can't do anything sure and then it goes to say this is the punchline remember you are dealing with alcohol cunning baffling powerful without help it is too much for you but there is one who has all the power that one is god may you find him now yeah. that was my solution when i read this i say but there is one who has all power mm-hmm. that one is god mm-hmm. may you find him now i went to the journey mm-hmm. to find god but they did not leave us there they told us half measures will not avail you nothing then they said they gave us the 12 steps which really helped me the first step is the most important one is say i admitted i was powerless over alcohol that my life had become unmanageable mm. you must accept that that was the hardest thing to accept mm. so that it, my life was unmanageable So if we go back to the you said you went you've been to four rehabs. Yes. Would you say that the and you say three of them you felt as a prisoner, you felt forced, you felt, you know, uh yeah, you know, forced. It was really forced. Would you say that the biggest problem at that point is that you had not come to a place where you are honest with yourself mm-hmm. and you acknowledge your problem and 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 there's nothing these rehabs could do to you. I won't say that. Okay. The, the rehab was a process too okay life is a journey yes and the journey has a connotation of distance mm-hmm. a distance has a connotation of speed and time so okay. probably <laughs> my speed i was putting my foot on my mouth oh. okay <laughs> i needed to grasp these things slowly mm-hmm. to understand them All right, we are we are building up on time now Alex help us understand how that journey so you read that chapter how is that walk us through that moment when you realize that this is what is how was that moment for you describe paint a picture for us in that moment 
it was the greatest moment of my life. Were you by yourself? Were you at night? What were you going through at that moment? How did that moment come to be? Uh, my Angelo says, you will forget everything, but you will never forget the feeling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I can remember, I don't remember, I remember the feeling. Mm-hmm. It was the aha moment. Mm-hmm. This has been my problem in life. Mm-hmm. I have never realized that I am powerless mm-hmm. and I'm unmanageable mm-hmm. because that was the step one. Step two says, uh, steps two says, meds, uh, steps two say, came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me mm-hmm. higher to where I was. Mm-hmm. And step three say, I'm making a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care and direction of God. Mm-hmm. But he didn't live there mm-hmm. as I have come to understand him. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a pastor and I want to let you know something here. The greatest discovery of that particular time is I gave my life and my will to the care of God as I had come to understand him. Mm-hmm. Not how you tell me. Mm-hmm. Not how my mother had brought me. Mm-hmm. I had known God in a different way. Mm-hmm. Growing up in our camp meetings, we were told how God is. Mm-hmm. So I developed a manner, even when I was praying and asking for deliverance, with fearfulness. Mm-hmm. So I realized, no. Who is my God? Mm -hmm. What does my Bible tell me? Mm -hmm. Can he take care of this? Mm -hmm. And that night, I gave it to him. Mm. The night of surrender. Night (laughs) night of surrender. Now, Kenan. Yeah. um, uh, So you went... Before you say something, you know, there are many people, Alex has said a lot of things, and now everybody who listens to our podcast understands the lingo that is actually, you know, come meeting and things like those because we have different from different, you know, walks. And and it sounds like this journey of spirituality, like, was very cornerstone and key in his journey, the the, the person of a higher being. Mm -hmm. But but even so, that is one piece, Mm -hmm. but there is a practical side. He attended, you know, classes. Mm -hmm. He read the book. Clearly, you can see for for rehabs. You can clearly see how he breaks it down, right? He read that. There is a part of him doing his part, you know, collaborating in this. So there are resources. There are people who have been placed in certain stages in your journey. To actually be able to be a resource to help. What are you hearing? What what I'm saying. What I wanted to say also. Echo is to echo is that his his journey. He found himself through spirituality and mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Yes. He has explained that. Mm-hmm. Your journey is different. Mm-hmm. You know, you might your journey of self discovery might lead you to a bathroom where you read a book mm-hmm. and brings that revelation that you need to take care of your, your life. Mm-hmm. Your journey might take you to the bottom places, you know, mm-hmm. and then you find it. So it's different. Whatever his journey was, took him is different from what your journey might mm-hmm. take you to. But so everybody's on a journey. Everybody's on a journey. And it says uh, there's, there's, there's time, speed, and distance. distance. So whatever whatever you are in your journey, mm-hmm. it's not the same as where Ezra, you and I are mm-hmm. and where Alex is. Mm-hmm. Where you are on your journey, it depends on where the distance your journey is taking you. Mm-hmm. And the speed and the time you'll get there is different. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. So you might, now, you might see Alex here sitting and smiling mm-hmm. and think, okay, my, his journey was short, his journey was long. But no, 
His journey was his journey. Yes. Yes. His journey was long and short, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So take your journey differently and mm-hmm. discover yourself in whatever way you want to discover yourself. And and and, and I wanted to, I think you emphasized that and I think I will re-emphasize it again. Our journeys are different. Mm-hmm. Some are long, mm-hmm. some are short. Mm-hmm. But to the person struggling, it is always a long haul. Oh. Mm. It is always mm-hmm. a long haul. Yeah. The speed is always mm-hmm. slow mm-hmm. and the time doesn't move. Mm. The person watching doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. what I wanted to yeah. emphasize. Yeah. I think that's that's a very <laughs> powerful uh, statement because those of us who are watching from outside, we're wondering what is wrong. He has yeah, gone to several rehabs. We have yeah. spent money. Yes, we right. have done this. The yeah. other day was here because we want instant gratification. Yeah. Like if I can call it positive gratification, right? Right, right? We want instant solution, but there's a journey. There's a walk. But the question for you, Kenan, or for, for about us, how do we become that patient mm-hmm. people to support? Because mm-hmm. in our lives, we'll come through a friend, a family member, yeah. or someone who's going through that. Like, how can we now on this other side be able, because I think the caregivers also get burnt out. Yeah. You know, of they're course. there. How do yeah. we create that? What are, are Before, yeah, I'll answer, I'll answer that. I'll try to answer that. I think mm. we have to be intentional in studying. Mm-hmm. You know, there's books, there's resources, there's podcasts, mm-hmm. there's many things you can read to know that that's what a journey looks like. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't assume that he's he's just picking up the ball because he wants to do. Yes. But we have to re- we have to we have to study. We have to study what alcoholism is. You know, we can't say that we I'm not an, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a social worker, I'm not a pastor, I'm not this and that. So I don't I would I don't want to understand. If you're a caregiver who's taking care of someone who's going through that struggle, it is you pick up a book, pick up a phone call, pick up a training, pick up something and learn about that particular struggle. Mm-hmm. I think that's for me that's that's how I would know mm-hmm. that I need to have patience with someone. Oh, before Alex goes, you're the pro here. <laughs> me I'm the the let me let me ask. If I hear your story and what Ken and I said, also will it would I be wrong if I said understand the reason behind the bottle? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, like for you, it was that moment that triggered it and there are many other, would I be wrong if I say that, understand the reason behind that? No, that is not right. And I will say no, mm-hmm. capital N-O. Okay. Uh, I saw Kenan do something that was very noble mm-hmm. on Saturday mm-hmm. and then we wouldn't go yeah. deeper because he knows why. Mm-hmm. I will use the words of Ndozi, a mm. politician in South Africa. You've read a lot. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. <laughs> so you and I. one time they're in a debate mm-hmm. with a professor. Mm-hmm. And he told a professor something that really caught my eye. He says, there is value in listening. Mm. There is civilization in listening. All you have to do to a person that is struggling is listen. Mm. And listen and listen. When they come, when you are in a session with somebody who is struggling, you, and you know that, mm-hmm. Ken and know, you know that very well, when they are telling you their story, whether they are conniving, whether they are manipulating, you keep quiet and do what? Listen. Yeah. The problem is when our people, their relatives, 
realize he has lied a little bit, they interject. Mm. And that is where the conversation ends. It is about listening. There is value in listening. There is civilization in listening for those who are struggling. And that is how they will reveal more. People reveal who they are unintentionally. They don't reveal intentionally. That's what you need to know. Mm. <laughs> Now, Alex, that is true. I hear but I don't want to say but. <laughs> however, <laughs> Look, however, however, it's still the same concept. You know, when you're dealing with someone who has never gone through that struggle. Yes. Like, I, I don't understand that. I don't, I may mean well. Unfortunately, mm. it will do more harm than good. Sure. It will do more harm than good because, you know, I, I you, you're right. You know, even myself, even if I'm, I'm being put on the, you know, chopping table mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm being asked question, that affirmation, that acknowledgement, that, you know, it, it's important. So I think there's more lessons that we st- I'm learning from from Alex that there's more yeah. and more we need to dig deeper. How do you support? Maybe we just right. need to a session of uh, someone who's dealt with someone who's going through it. What support would have looked like for them? What they did? And then you can also, you know, highlight and say, when you did this, this mm-hmm. did. Because sometimes we don't know that and we mean well and we won't sometimes pray over everything and, you know, force. so I, 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 I thank you for saying that. I think listening is key and key and crucial. And I think that your family comes from a place where they loved you. They cared. That's what they are doing. Yes. That even though it, they did, they didn't, it didn't end up that, but it was from that space and place of how can we, we want to help. And you're a father, you're a parent, you know, sometimes <laughs> it just can throw that. Anyways, Kenan. Yeah, I think I wanted to say that uh, sometimes you know as families we or even as 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 caregivers we want to challenge the behavior. Mm-hmm. We want to challenge you know what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Someone is there and that they 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 struggling with alcoholism or depression or anxiety. We want to challenge that why are you in your room 24/7? Mm-hmm. Why are you picking up the why are you drunk? Mm-hmm. Why why we want mm-hmm. to challenge and we hear something like Alex said we want to challenge that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's when you listen mm-hmm. if you just take two more seconds and listen to what they're saying they give you more mm-hmm. they give you they are they so, they, so the why is answered yeah, in there the why is answered there you know why mm-hmm. because if someone is deep in in a behavior deep in in crisis mm-hmm. and you challenge them on their thinking mm-hmm. you know you've already created they create a wall mm-hmm. exactly you know they they probably be they've grown up with doubt mm-hmm. their yes. whole lives mm-hmm. and then they've they've had why 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 but they're coming to you wanting you to just listen to one more sentence mm-hmm. and then they open up maybe mm-hmm. that's what they so i think there's better ways of challenging behaviors mm-hmm. and more healthy ways of challenging behaviors yeah. but i think listening and giving that person that space they need to air that out mm-hmm. makes a big difference Well, I feel like I'm in a therapy class. Now. I'm learning how to handle these things. But again, uh, and we don't say that we're experts. We don't say that this is the no, right no. way. And we're not saying there's a wrong way. But from hearing Alex's story, yeah. you know, sharing his journey, this is where we are. And you could be a caregiver listening to this. Hang in there. You know, as much as you want to give up, hang in there. You know, be the hope. Be the answered, you know, prayer for that person. Be yeah. the the resource that that person is looking for at that right. point. Because when they get better, they mm. will need somewhere to go back to. Exactly. Yes. And if they've lost that place, yes. because you would, you know, it's it's harder. Man, this is 
clearly not an easy conversation but i want to start winding so, up yeah let's let's do a come up yeah. where where i i mean now give us we've talked about these struggles and you've now yes. where are you now it's, you know you be this bright smile we're yes. seeing alex <laughs> tell us more about that smile as we as we just start to start wrapping yeah up. as long as i live mm. i will thank my god mm-hmm. he is a compassionate god mm. that is the god of my understanding now mm. uh, we when we go to our aa meeting mm. we call him the higher power mm-hmm. we don't want people we want people to have a personal relationship a journey to discover mm-hmm. and everybody discovers in their own way mm-hmm. but the aa book is very concrete mm-hmm. it is the god of the universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. So where am I? In the journey of struggle, I realized and as I read through it is hard and it is wrong to be high there without a mentor. Mm-hmm. Mentorship is very important. Mm-hmm. You can never mentor yourself. Every day you need a mentor. Mm-hmm. even both of you here in your podcast you need mentorship on podcast yes we yeah. do and in that process you realize that you need more and more so step 12 uh, there's 12 12 steps that I wouldn't say then the others but I think if you have time come and so that I will come here so that we can talk about the 12 mm-hmm. steps yeah, but there's 12 steps saying having had a spiritual experience as the result of this action I try to carry this message to others especially alcoholics and to practice these principles in all my affairs mm. you know I want to give you a very good uh, analogy or uh, illustration mm-hmm. Ezra when you go to wash your dishes mm-hmm. or your clothes mm-hmm. your purpose is to wash the dishes to be clean yes and the clothes mm-hmm. have you ever realized that your hands become cleaner <laughs> than those things at the end no, I never been there. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he washes dishes and that's and that's why uh-huh. The 12th step mm-hmm. is the upkeep stage. Mm. Why do I have this man? Mm. Because I am having a spiritual experience. Mm. And because of this, I'm carrying this message to others. Mm-hmm. In the process of washing the dishes, I'm washing myself so mm. I become more cleaner. Mm. Every time I share this message, mm-hmm. I am becoming better. Mm-hmm. And I love that. If I can help one alcoholic or one person struggling mm-hmm. gain their mind as I told you the the, the, the stages of loss is progressive mm-hmm. and the last one is you lose your mind mm-hmm. so there's there's a big topic and Kenan knows it in uh, in social science it's called mindfulness mm-hmm. whereby you are brought to be your mind to be at the moment mm-hmm. most of the people who are struggling their minds are not at the moment they are running so how you bring somebody into their mindfulness is very important to be here i cannot be here 
without daily encouraging another person that it will be okay. Mm. So your upkeep right now is being an ambassador using your journey to encourage to support to help someone who was who's going through the struggle in the middle of the journey and, and in the process it's helping you to be in a better state and a better place. Yes. So you have to use all the capital knowledge mm-hmm. you have gained mm-hmm. <laughs> in this journey and the skill sets. So now listeners Kenan. Yes. Isn't that why Alex is here today? That's why he's here today. Because he's, when you asked him when you met with him he said you said you didn't want to trigger him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now from this day, have you triggered <laughs> no, him? <laughs> no, I, no, I have actually. He's actually stronger than. He's, he's very strong. Yes, I mean yes. he's 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 in a better place to share. So. You, you you know I I I just want to celebrate you know appreciate and apologize because as we've been around you yeah. and uh, we've seen you in your journey and your work and sometimes are quite frankly sometimes they know what to do how to do how to help uh but um we just want to you know it's a joy for us to see you in this state and where you are it it is even if you don't say anything and you don't open your mouth and you don't even come to a podcast just seeing you Alex I'm sure there are people somewhere out there who are actually smiling and happy for you and I just want to let you know that we are proud we are excited we we are your champions and we might not be perfect but you have a whole community behind you at least even if me and Kenan are the two then at least you have the two of you us the two as a community <laughs> behind you yeah. but um Kenan yeah we uh we appreciate you we um have learned a lot uh just have uh, I haven't interacted with you for the last year mm-hmm. pandemic but uh, the, the last the the, pandemic. Yeah, like pandemic. Yes. yeah but the few hours I've spent with you or talked to you this weekend I've learned a lot and I think it's It's beautiful that you are able to share that because as you know you've shared us pre uh, before we started recording that there is you get calls mm-hmm. you get people who are struggling mm-hmm. and it's okay that they can talk to you so you are a big resource to those people mm-hmm. and we don't want to you know toot your horn so much but we know that it's still a struggle it's still a journey and yes. with you with that we are with you mm-hmm. we will pray for you we'll support you whenever you have time to whenever you organize something we'll look up we'll look for you and see if you can, yeah. if you can share some few things uh, with the people that we share the programs that we're going to have ahead but anyway we we you've doubt fear and being ashamed is we need to find create tough skin for ourselves and in the event that we get into those three if we experience those three things those three things it's not the end of the world yeah we can rise above our failures because our failures are build our success. So we th- we thank you. We celebrate you Alex, honestly. For the leaders, for the listeners, it's still a journey. Yeah. It doesn't mean that Alex has arrived. No. Neither does it mean that as we have it go we got no. it together. Right. So even no. though you want to shame us because of our struggles, be gracious to us. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, it's a journey. Let's be gracious to one another. Yeah. Let us try to listen as Alex has said when you see someone going through the struggle mm-hmm. and sometimes realize that you're not there to problem solve but just yeah. to be a, vo- a, a sounding voice to help get their mind back. You mm-hmm. you know, to where they are. It's tough easier said than done mm-hmm. but we trust we believe that we are better together as we walk through this journey alex thank you so much closing shot here's a question i'm going to ask you <sighs> say something to your loved ones one thing you want to say after <laughs> this journey everything where they've been say whatever you want and then finish on that note <laughs> first and foremost thank you amazing podcast mm-hmm. pastor ezra 
and my friend Kenan. Both of you are my friend. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, this opportunity is important because it is going to the community to help many of our people. A friend of mine once told me, we don't need more nurses, we don't need more lawyers, we need more therapists mm. in our community. Mm. And that really caught me. Mm. Secondly, I want to thank God in heaven. Mm. He's the truest friend to me when I remember Calvary. That's a song I sang every time I went to the rehab. Mm. He's the truest friend to me when I remember Calvary. When I want uh, to thank Pastor Kingoina, Mayeka. They mentored me through this. They were never tired. Michira, Paul Obanyi was with me throughout. My two sisters, uh, Auntie Rhoda. Auntie Rhoda was always crying for me. Mm. She may not even understand that I'm thanking her, but Auntie Rhoda, I want to say I love you and I thank you so much. And to so many people who tried their best and I kept on relapsing. Mm. God bless you. And to all who are struggling again, if somebody tells you you cannot do it, don't listen to them. God is able and capable of doing all things because he is God. Just give it to him. And there you have it. Yeah, Amazing have Truth it. podcast. Like, subscribe, listen, send us a, a, a message, give us feedback, anything you liked from this podcast, we'd like to get your feedback. And uh, please remember, we're here together because together we're better uh, and we can go far together. That is the Amazing Truth Podcast. Like, subscribe in all our platforms. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amazing Truth Podcast. We hope you were blessed as you listened. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. God bless you and see you on the next one.